0: Are you ready, Christine? I sure
1: am. Are you ready, Ma? Yes, I am. Listen to the story. The story starts in Los Angeles in 1971. <gasps> it wasn't clear until we saw palm trees. Yeah, I wasn't that Ventura Boulevard. All the palm trees. <laughs> well, it's Los Angeles. I don't. But but all of them lined up like that. Okay. Yes. I mean, I am only a tourist. <laughs> we are doing. Willard. I gotta say, T-P-D.
0: Teeny Picks Bangers. Okay. My only regret
2: is not picking this as a double feature because we watched it and went right into Ben. Oh. And oh. I said it, it's like very different, but it was like Ben picks off, up exactly where Willard left off. Like, they literally play the last scene as the beginning of Ben.
1: Oh. Yeah. Well, that was, okay. Willard is a human. He is squeezed out of his dead father's company. (laughs) His only friends are rats. He is, Willard is probably on the spectrum. Willard is an awkward young man. Young I thought we you, you said we weren't supposed to say on the spectrum anymore. Oh, no, it's, uh, you don't say Asperger. Oh, anymore. that's right. Because of, yeah. you know, Asperger. Look, Look it up that. people, it's oh. not a pretty picture.
0: Let me, let's just say Nazis euthanizing children. Yeah. Not talked about nearly enough.
1: Not nearly enough. Um, Okay, uh, rats that as rats, okay, his only friends are rats that as rats do continue to populate. When one of them. I have t- a nerd alert on that.
2: Ooh. Or a tasty titty. Okay, rats. Oh. <laughs> rats can go from, if you have two rats, they can turn into 1,200 rats in one year. In one, one year, G rats, because they give birth. I think it's like every eight weeks they can give birth, and rats are sexually mature at four to five weeks.
1: Wow. wow. Okay. Weeks or months? I think it's weeks. Five oh, weeks. Weeks. i it sure it's weeks to be able. To, okay. Yeah, we did see them in all of their stages. Yeah, fifth or sixth week. When one of them is killed at work, Willard goes on a rampage using <laughs> said rats. As a non-rat person, there were a lot of rats. Yeah, but, like, I was rooting for them. Okay, That's... okay, we'll get into it. Erin, uh, okay. the particulars.
0: Okay, the particulars. Directed by my... <laughs> Michael. Directed by Daniel Mann. Daniel Mann, he trained as an actor by Sanford Meisner, a famous Meisner technique. Um, he was known as Daniel Mann, the director, because he trained as an actor. He was known as an actor's director.
1: Oh, so, actors like an actor's director.
0: Mm-hmm, he directed uh, seven performances that got best acting, actor nominations. And he directed two performances that got Tony award uh-huh. performances. I said, is that. Is he related
1: often. to Michael Mann? I don't know. I don't
0: know. That is Always. just how my brain inserts. No, letters that's what good. I thought too. I know, but it didn't even occur to me to look it up. He also directed Butterfield 8 with Elizabeth Taylor. Oh. Remember we did that a long time ago. Um, he also did Our Man Flint. Come Back, Little Sheba, and Five Finger Exercise, which we mentioned last week on Rachel Rachel because Jerome Moross did the music for Rachel Rachel. And he also did the music for Five Finger Exercise, so I thought that was interesting. The screenplay is by Gilbert Ralston. Gilbert created the television show The Wild Wild West. I loved it! Oh, I loved it. And he wrote Kona Coast and The Hunting Party. And here's a nerd alert for you, Ma. Gilbert sued Warner Brothers when the Wild Wild West movie was coming out in the late 90s. That member with Kevin Kline and Will Smith. Mm-hmm. He sued them because he was like, hey, I created that show. And his lawsuit brought to light the common practice that happened back then. Where producers and studios took credit for the series creation and oh. thus deprived writers of any royalties. Oh, uh, back then was the writers' strike too. Well, yeah, but this was like kind of before this. This had because Wild Wild West that was a show from the sixties. Right. So I'm talking about like in the sixties, all these shows that got created by people. It was no, they were create. They were actually created by writers, but the studios. Were the ones that took the credit for it, and so all those writers that created all those hit shows, Hmm. because they weren't created as the created by, they lost out on all that money, and so that lawsuit with Gilbert's from the late '90s, it finally, they finally settled it after Gilbert died, so they settled it in like 1999, and they paid his family somewhere between six hundred thousand dollars and one
1: point five million dollars okay it's a big range but,
0: yeah yeah i know also, yeah but I'll bet
1: that shows you what they made on it
0: well and remember um that movie was a commercial flop remember yes it came, i mean we went to see it in the theater of course but yeah it it did not do well so it, I don't, it you know hollywood is known for its creative accounting anyway so but that's just interesting and that's why now you see created by and there's and now with the streaming and all of that there could be another writer strike because of the same thing about royalties and how mm-hmm. do you get paid now with the streaming and all the different licenses that go on because as technology changes then how you pay people changes i'm, sh- um, I'm sure george santos was in it too <laughs> yes oh, i mean he probably he probably is gilbert ralston so <laughs> It's based on the 1968 short
1: novel *Ratman's Notebook*. Yeah, that sounded interesting. I, I'm not gonna read it, but it, it did sound interesting, didn't it?
0: Mm-hmm. I, I think that *Willard* is a better movie title. I think that whoever came up with like the changing of it, they kudos to them. Um, that book, that short novel, was by Stephen Gilbert, and that's his most famous novel. It's edited by Warren Lowe, who also did Jezebel and Now Voyager, both with Betty Davis. Yes. And he also did The Bad Seed, among many other films. The music is by Alex North, who did The Long Hot Summer, A Streetcar Named Desire. Damn. Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? Ooh. And he also composed the music that High Zarat wrote the lyrics for. I don't know, maybe a, a little a little tune you've heard of called Unchained Melody. Oh, damn. Mm-hmm. So that, that was a famous song. Many people have done it. Probably the most famous version is The Righteous Brothers, and it was Righteous in this film Ghost. So, you've I mean... The love that's The Righteous Brothers, but that's not Unchained <laughs> Melody, my
1: So... Hey, I was in the vicinity. You were
0: in the six degrees vicinity.
1: I'm 71 now. That wasn't bad.
0: Is this what we're going to be hearing now? I'm 70. You're like a Molly Shannon character now. I'm 71. I'm
2: 71.
0: The director of photography is Robert B. Hauser, who also did The Odd Couple, mean dog blues and the tv show peyton place and Uh starring i mean this guy's been in everything it was wild to see him so young Uh bruce davison as willard styles he was in the long long time companion he was in the bad guy in the 2000 x-men films he was in the tv show harry and the hendersons he was in Ozark. He, this dude's been in everything. Yeah. He was in this very famous um after school special called The Wave that was based on real events about a history teacher conducting an experiment in Nazi philosophy on his oh, own students.
2: Yeah, that Murder coverage? Yeah,
0: exactly. Shout out to our sponsors, like, Karen in Georgia. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> Um co-starring Sandra Locke as Joan. I have more about her in Tasty Taddies. As do I. June. She was in Yeah, she was the assistant. Oh, th- oh okay. Joan. Yeah. yeah. Um Sandra was in The Outhaul Josie Wales, Every mm-hmm. Which Way But Loose, and The Heart is a Lonely Hunter. She's known for her work with Clint Eastwood and more on that later mm-hmm. also co-starring Eliza Lancaster, Elsa, Elsa 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 Lancaster.
1: I'm sorry name? I got you babe what's your her
0: name as Henrietta Styles, that's uh Willard's mom she was in The Bride of Frankenstein Witness for the yeah. Prosecution Mary Poppins. She was the Bride of Frankenstein. She She was. Yes. So she's big time. She, she, yes, was big time. Mm -hmm. And we have Ernest Borgnine as Al (laughs) Martin. He was in Marty, From Here to Eternity, The Wild Bunch, The Greatest, McHale's Navy, known and here's the thing, I'm of the age where I had heard that Ernest Borgnine was part of the expression, a bit of a stick man, as they say,
1: in the old Hollywood days. Well, I I don't I, know. I do have him on the on the runner up for fuck boy of the year.
0: Oh, so he is in real life. He was married five times. He was married to, um, he was married to Mexican actress Katie. Geraldo, she was in High Noon, and he was also married to Ethel Merman in 1964, and their marriage lasted a tumultuous 42 days. Oh,
1: that they, oh my God! The say, yelling that had to take
0: place. profanities back and forth in Ethel Merriman's autobiography. Ethel Merman's. Uh, gosh, man!
1: Wow! I got you. I got you back.
0: Uh, her in her autobiography. When she describes their marriage, it is just a single blank page. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Which is hilarious. He was nicknamed Mr. Ugly, but he was known as one of the biggest womanizers in Hollywood. But,
1: but it, it takes a woman to be part of the womanizing. I it, 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 I, bet. <laughs> I I could see it because he has that grin and he
0: probably just like I... It's one of those things where you're like, oh, no. But I bet he is because very charming. Like if he liked
1: you. Well, he then- have to be charming because he got nothing else going for him. Exactly. No body. T- I mean, I'm not body shaming. Yeah, I kind of am. But and then the the. Okay. Personality. And also it's, it's
0: women and women are way more like forgiving than
1: men. think like women aren't caught up so much on aesthetics. He probably did come on in the beginning as charming. And I'm so lucky to be sitting here next to you until, you know, he wrote reeled her all the way in. And then, yeah, I mean, he was known. He said he had a temper and I'm sure he would be very
0: charming and he wasn't, um it wasn't intimidating. I'm guessing he wasn't intimidating. He was probably a great talker, great personality. And so you would just like talk to him and then he, he hooks you in, and then he's got this temper, and then you're like, Whoa, hold on a second. And then you know, then then it gets to be this self fulfilling prophecy. When you get to be his stature and winning an Oscar that's getting handed to you by Grace Kelly, then people are like and by people, I mean women are like, oh, wow, what's he got? Mm-hmm. And then, and then you hear about that. He, oh, he's got a reputation. And then it's the whole like Pete Davidson phenomenon. Okay. Like, you know, same thing. Okay. Then, then, then it becomes a thing of like, then you're like, okay, I, I see it. Cause more and more people are telling you about it. it's advertising, baby, you know? Okay. <laughs> and, and those are the particulars. Mm. What did he win his Oscar for? Marty, which was interesting because it was against type because he's yeah. playing like because he was always like a tough guy. And then he gets this role as this just likable, not tough guy. Oh, and he OK. Gets the Oscar. And, and so that also goes into it. Hmm. like when Chris Helmsworth was funny in
1: uh, Ghostbusters. Yeah, always like, oh. Chris Helmsworth. <laughs> yeah. OK, the movie starts in a factory. Uh, Mr. Martin, the factory owner, stops Willard on his way home because Willard forgot to mail something. Willard goes to a beautiful Victorian-era home where we see his elderly mother with several elderly friends ready to celebrate his 27th birthday. Come on. She, uh, really she was his mother they were like 60 70 yeah, yeah but they were not old
0: that old
2: yeah I but you're you're,
1: you're <laughs> she did
0: you're <laughs> look you know you're not um i gave you a compliment
3: don't take <laughs> my grave
0: <laughs> okay
2: um which also i want to shout out they were not old they were Jodie Gilbert, the woman who played Charlotte. With the big maybe, eyes. They did her dirty in her IMDb. Did you look at it? Yeah. Um, I didn't. She wasn't accredited for many roles. And yeah. Was... Could... Could what? Oh, go ahead. Well, it just says she was often played, she often did supporting roles as a quote, sizable but confident woman. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. And I was looking at, like, her acting career started in 1939. And here is how she is credited as men in many of them. Just some examples. Curly the bearded lady.
3: Fat woman.
2: Fat girl. Hefty girl. Flossy woman with Tommy. Native woman with black eye, which that seems problematic, because she was yeah. as, no. as I could be. Yes.
0: And with a black eye. And with a black eye, so God knows what happened. Oh, my gosh.
2: Plump hostess, burly woman cab driver, fat woman fleeing nightclub parade, bathhouse attendant, buxom woman. This this one, she played just the bad cook. Big woman. Just, she's been, woman in bathhouse. You could just tell she had a career of having to make fun of the fact that she was fat. Exactly. It's exactly. not
0: even like she's not. She's she wasn't
2: obese, I mean, although she's fat, but like that's like just poke. a fact. But it's like all these roles were, yeah, were like pl- poking fun at the fact that you know exactly. that was the point of the role is they needed someone fat to fo- to poke fun of it. So I thought that was and Tini really didn't relatable. didn't she pass away only like a few years later? Yeah, and she's so like 62. Yeah, oh, she really? died from complications from a car accident, but. On the plus side, Willard was her second to last role, and she was she had a role, and uh, you know she was Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And then her last role is 1976 in Lifeguards. She just played woman good, and hopefully
1: she made some money.
0: Oh, yeah, she was in a lot. She was in a lot of stuff, so she was. That's why I didn't include it because I was just uh, a lot of it was just uncredited, and then you're just like. Uh... studied voice and acting at columbia university
1: oh well all of the all of the people at his birthday party were telling awkward willard what to do what could go wrong so we are two people of color and it was 71 and i i didn't see any people of color on the
0: street
1: I thought
0: I might have seen one briefly at the plant
1: at the very beginning, but working in the in the plant. But ah, uh, I yeah, well, that's tough because it
2: could have just been somewhat like they were working in the plant, like they're like, sweat. Yeah, uh,
1: I know. Oh man, then it, it then looked like a steel mill, which is man pouring that hot. Uh, that's that's uh, that's a have job. That,
0: there's some that's mentioned. So, what am I? Uh, one of my reheatables at the very beginning, there's that guy, and he's doing that stuff, and it looks like he's barehanded. Oh, wow.
2: Well, no, but, you know, safety was not top priority then.
0: But yeah. can you just imagine that it's man's hands one. if if he's just able to do that? because it was it, he's pouring this, he has this wheel that's metal, pouring this big metal cauldron. Fulling out. I know it's not lava, but it looks like just the liquid lava. When the metal's mm-hmm. so hot that it's just that right. cool, liquid. Right. orange liquid of death. And you're not going to tell me that his hand that close to that wouldn't uh, be. Uh, so, uh, wow. Uh, 70s.
1: I survived. Okay, so <laughs> cast. Does anybody have cast? Not
2: I. I. Don't
0: for this one, though. I think had a couple. So one, the mother, she doesn't work. Now, does she not work because she's a woman of a certain class and the optics of her working would look bad? Or does she not work because she's a woman? Or does she not work just because she doesn't want to work?
2: I think she didn't work. I think she didn't have to work because her husband had that company and made enough money. That's how they got that house. So she was used to living a certain way and then he died and she was like, oh, I'm not working. And she, I mean, she seemed like, um, what's the word for people that have, not when they make up problems that aren't there, like sicknesses and stuff. Oh, the Munchausen by proxy. She didn't have Munchausens, but like. I mean, she did die, but like, yeah. it seemed like that person that would be like, oh, I can't, like, I can't work because I'm sick or I can't work because I, got the I can't work. Yeah. But mm-hmm. she also might've been beyond the age of working
0: for that, you know. hmm but, but she had to know the financial situation because the house was mortgaged so well, much. she knew
2: the financial situation because she was so much on Willard to get a promotion. Uh-huh. Oh. hmm Yeah. And it it seemed to me that they had gotten by on the husband's dead husband's money for so long. And then it was kind of getting to the point where like Willard had to like step up. Support her. Yeah. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. Support mama. So she didn't And
2: I'm sure she's not the type of she didn't seem like the type of lady that take a take a job down at the grocery
1: store. No. Yeah. That's
2: because
1: the house for California, uh, I, I, I felt like it would uh, a Victorian house didn't seem to go with Los Angeles. Nothing stuff. about this
2: movie felt like Los Angeles. But they have the those.
0: They have those kinds of houses here. Okay, I mean they're not like I don't know. Where I live, you don't really see that. But there are these different kinds of neighborhoods and stuff, although a lot of them probably have been since this is the 70s, you know, torn down. Yeah, right. And, and then rebuilt in the, whatever style is new.
2: Until we saw the palm trees, my guess was Connecticut. Adam's guess was Ohio. Oh,
1: yeah, it could have been. It just yeah. felt like it was supposed to be like anywhere USA. Yeah. Until we saw the palm trees. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Agreed. And I was like, "Yes, this makes sense for a movie of this budget." <laughs> yes, you <laughs> all... can hide them; they can hide them. Um. Then my other thing, so because I was like, "Man, what am I gonna do for cast?" And then I was like, "Oh yeah, he named the white rat Socrates."
1: Yeah, he did. Socrates. I noticed that, mm-hmm. and the like, white rat was the favorite that got mm-hmm. to ride around on his neck and shit. And that, that wasn't the one i brought home looked like the white one yeah well
0: oh interesting but if you're see look how that, you bring home the white rat hmm. it, it may but that's that's what
1: white does anybody want to see what dog I all have? <laughs> <laughs> it does you know though it makes uh, the rat a little more able to digest i'm sorry a that's white, white supremacy. Red as to, Yeah, as opposed well, to... Well,
2: there is this man right. called... Exactly. There's this ma- man named Jack Black. And not the Jack Black from School of Rock. But he was one of the most famous rat catchers in the 1300s. I think it was then.
1: One the of 1300s. Times. Just one of the
2: old times, a long time ago. Don't quote me on that. Okay. And so, like, rat catching was, like, a big thing during... The plague, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but also classism
3: mm-hmm. it
2: was, of course, a job for the poor people and like all all these kids who had grown up playing with the rats because they were in their walls. Um, but then he started catching rats and then they'd breed and then that's when you get these like different rats. Yes. So like the bubonic plague was like. Or the black plague, it was called that because they were they were the rats were black that were, were causing the issue. Where the what is it? A flea would bite the it wasn't going directly from the rats, the humans. It was like there was a bug involved, like a flea maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But so then he started to breathe the rats, and then they would come and these different colors. And so he would try to see how many different kinds of rats. There's a rat called the Dalmatian rat. And so then that's when they called them fan. Those are called fancy rats. Mm-hmm.
0: So then that's when like. Black. See, yeah. mm-hmm. look at this. It goes it's- it's So then deep. that's when,
2: Cle- but then Queen Elizabeth had rats. Like all these people had fancy rats. But yeah, it's like, yeah, they got them Like pets. as pets? As yeah, yeah, people don't- still have rats as pets.
0: Yes, not us, because we're not those kinds of people. Okay. But people do have like. Yeah, but
2: those kinds of, don't say it like that. Don't get that classism in here because some people just like animals and some rats are very good rats and they're smart and they live in a cage. They're not doing dirty things. Mm -hmm. Don't get all hidey-mighty for the type of animal you get to have as a pet.
0: I'm. Yes,
2: Yes, ma'am.
1: Yes, ma'am. I'm, just, rat I'm just
0: pointing out that you named the white rat Socrates. Socrates was credited yes, as a happen. founder of Western philosophy. Socrates wrote no text. And the only things that we know about him are known through his students, one of which was Plato. Socrates is famous for saying, I know that I know nothing, which I also know. And might I add nothing.
2: that Ben was the smarter rat anyway. Ben
0: Ben was the one that lived. Well, I'm getting to that. Okay. Also, I was surprised then when the white rat got killed. Mhm. Bit of a
1: twist there. Oh, because usually we do the white rat, I and mean, we they even show. Truth hmm. be told, the fake blood on the white rat came out way better photographically than it would have looked on the black rat. But go on. Once again. So then the big black rat is named Ben. I
0: have nothing to. I at this point I had nothing to back this up, but I was sitting on my bed going, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the last thing that Willard says is I was good to you, Ben, and then <gasps> and so then I did what I do, and I got an article, "Fear of a Black Avenger" by Tana Hatzee Coates, oh, and it shit. was an Atlantic article from September 2012. And then I used the wrong tab to pay my bills. So poof, the article disappeared on me behind the paywall before I could read. Oh, no! Because this whole fear of the Black Avenger, Tiny Hotsy Coach, was going to have me out here spitting fire in this cast segment. But no, I had to pay my bills using the wrong tab because I had so many of these GD tabs open for my researching. So... Y'all got lucky, but just know the big <laughs> wow. rat. And then he was like, I took care of you. And he gets the revenge. And I feel like there's a, a big whole fear that that they people have of you know black people getting revenge upon all of the evils. Yeah, yeah. And and using that man, Tiny Hasi Coats. I know he was spitting fire in that 2012 article. And damn it, you should have seen how mad I was. I was Love like,
1: you. Uh,
2: this is not in this one, but we watched Ben right after Willard. And in that one, there is major cab vibes. I will just tell you that. These rats are pissed. And there is a really <laughs> gratifying scene, especially with everything that's been going on this week. But of uh, rats if they've taken down this cop that comes in there and mm-hmm. pretty gratifying. Yeah, because look! So how do you watch Ben? Hmm? highly recommend Ben if you feel like
1: I didn't feel like I could go from one rat movie to another but okay truth be told I'm never gonna watch Ben <laughs> <laughs> but I did I did appreciate his fellowship with the rats the rats gave him what people weren't giving him um, and you know, like when he was gonna drown him, I was like, "Rats can swim." You know? Oh,
0: I, I have that in yes. There's so much about rats that yeah. I have. I'm sure yeah. has a lot too. Well, uh,
2: no, I'm glad... Yeah,
0: I tried.
2: You'd be surprised at how hard it is to find just like a documentary to watch about rats. Mm. It's like all on YouTube. I wasted a damn half hour of my life watching this thing called Little Creatures or something. I said it was gonna be like, it's all about little mice and stuff. And the one thing was all about New. it's called New York. And it's about a damn hamster.
1: No rat. Well, backs. i do you have fun. are living in, in rat heaven. I mean,
0: maybe this is your your calling. Maybe
1: you're the one that's gonna make the definitive the rat, rat documentary, right? Maybe. hmm yeah. Or oh, or just you know someone who says you know there are good things about rats.
0: There are. They're I, they're pretty I, impressive I, species of they animals. They are.
1: We're only af- we're only
2: afraid of them. There's two dif- There's. Do you have the fear of rats? What it's called.
0: No, I just have random, like, interesting facts yeah. that physical that they can do. It's not ratophobia because it's the same for, like, rats and... Mice and hamsters and guinea pigs, I would imagine. M- Russo, miraf- a
2: taxonomic adjective mirroring for the family miridae that encompasses mice and
0: rats. Mm. Okay. I believe, I can see that.
2: But there's that, but then it's also like people are like, this isn't mirror phobia, but like people in general are all afraid of rats because they're associated with the plague. Yeah, and like, yeah they do carry disease yeah, disease. yeah, there's,
0: yeah, that's that's my issue with rats. If they get in their food, it's not like running across you is going to give you disease. But they got it on and their, they, little, their little feet. They've been in the sewers. They got little sewer germs on their little feet. It's the same thing with like cats and people's cats. And they they do, the but like, unless, like the they, thing like, about me, I would rather, that may, gives me
2: solace about rats is that they're not sneaking into my apartment like mice are in the fucking walls. Like that's a right, not right. My walls probably, but I haven't heard any. But rats, at least you can see. Yes, mm.
1: and, and I will what?
2: say though the amount of times that I I definitely think at least once every night what if when i let mac in like a rat runs with him mm-hmm. what I do?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah well the, you're, that's where you you, if you're if i were you in your shoes that's where i play the woman card all the bullshit that women have had to go through i know people are like oh but you want equality well we don't have it yet so yeah, but sometimes get rid a snake, of this motherfucker. sometimes a
2: snake gets into your basement and no one else is home
0: and you move (laughs) you're burning down like my man did in maryland and you just rebuild a new life or you take care of
1: business screaming die motherfucker die Mm. and yeah but because rats at least still have legs yeah there's okay
2: Okay, we're we're getting yeah,
0: I'm sorry, I'll save my wrap backs for later. We're because ahead. wait before Oh man, okay. There are a lot like a lot of different variations of this film, and there's one that we a movie that I am putting down right now that we will never do. I refuse to do this film. We what? will never do a film called Stanley. Never gonna happen. Stanley Off-limits. is the Willard version of this. Well, with rattlesnakes and we're never doing no. that we're oh, yeah. never i would doing never it. do that no nope. i mean that is happen. Tree, you know? to say i'm out i'm out i'm tapping out so i'm not interesting. gonna interesting. don't say interesting like that Teenie. no i'm not doing i'm not i'm just
2: saying like it's interesting how different people have fears of different things you know yes yeah mm-hmm. yes I, I like things I, with a lot of holes
0: Oh, you're one of those.
1: Yeah, I can't stand
2: looking at it. When all the garlic comes off of one of the... If all the garlic comes off the bulb, I can't stand looking at it. It's a rotary. Oh,
0: interesting. But I can deal with the snake. Yeah. I've gotten better. I can now, like, see a picture. And I... The desensitization techniques. I've been... Yeah, but I'm not. I'm
1: just just doing baby steps. So I Mm -hmm. will... This did bring up some PTSD to me. We'll get into that later. Okay. Are we ready for nerd alerts? Yes, we are, and I don't have any. Well, I have, this came out in early 1971, so in early February. 1971, I was in my freshman year at Moorhead State University. Oh, wow. So you didn't
0: go check this out, the downtown Moorhead
1: Moorhead Elderly. What? <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I'm <laughs> <joking>. <laughs> That was that. I had, was to, fair. I had to. It was fair. That was fair. And there was a downtown Moorhead theater, but I did not see Willard in it.
0: So in January, All in the Family debuts on CBS. That's where we oh. Archie
1: Bunker. Really? Yeah. I was in college when that debuted. I
0: must have watched reruns in the summer. Rolls-Royce goes bankrupt and is nationalized in England. And it's because there was a whole bunch of business blah, blah, blah that my eyes glazed over. Because I was like, wait, nationalized? They took it over and then business blah, blah, blah happened and then they changed the name to Rolls Royce Motors Limited, and then other stuff happened, and then it became like under another name a publicly traded company. So I think they just kind of hit the skids, and then Britain stepped in and propped it probably back up again. And they like did weird businessy things, and then it was able to continue to flourish. Cause I'm like Rolls Royce is still a thing. Yeah. And- Remember, they were not just cars, luxury cars and stuff, but a lot of their business that they started in was on uh, airplane motors. Okay. So I think that that was kind of one of the things that sunk the original Rolls Royce was a new
1: airplane motor uh, that was
0: uh, and Electric
1: probably.
0: Well, no, it was like Rolls Royce. They're making the motor, yeah, but they're but probably I'm competition. They're competi-
1: yeah, right. Ah,
0: uh, yes, yes. Something like that. Um, and then we have Satchel Page becomes the first Negro League player voted into the Baseball Hall of Fame in 1971. Are you kidding? His career. Here's the thing. Where's the movie about Satchel Page? His career spanned five decades. Sit the fuck down, Tom Brady. This man played professional baseball. For 50 years, he made his Major League Baseball debut at the age of 42. Damn. In 1948, when he pitched for the Cleveland Indians, and it wasn't just a, oh, we'll just, sorry about racism, we'll just throw this guy a bone. No, because the answer to everything is money. The Cleveland Indians were like, we're going to the World Series. We need some help. 42-year-old Satchel Paige, get in here and do your thing. And he did. He had, like, a crazy low ERA and baseball statistics and stuff. So it wasn't like this was just, oh, here you go. He pitched in the World Series. The Indians ended up winning the World Series that year. He played his last Major League Baseball game when he was 59 years old. 59. He all through all that time... We never got to see Satchel Page versus oh. Babe Ruth. Ted Williams. Never got to see that. Never got to see what, what he would do. He was the consummate showman. Like, just, he would do slaps because he was just insanely good. And he credited his longevity to when he was uh, playing in North Dakota. The Sioux elders provided him with a soothing a soothing ointment for him to put on his pitching shoulder. There we go. Made from a rattlesnake venom and gunpowder.
1: Oh, oh, shit.
0: And he always had some of it. And people were like, yo, that stuff stunk. And Satchel was like, yeah, but it's keeping this arm young. Wow. He sounds like nobody ever really knew how old he was. Like, because they never really knew how when he was born. Because right. he was just in... Like he just that it seemed like this man lived a life it was colorful he has a lot of great quotes. Forget the greatest showman, P. T. Barnum. Where's this guy's movie? Well, maybe it's up to you to make. (sighs) I'm old. I'm elderly. (laughs) (laughs) The top five films of 1971. Number five was Diamonds Are Forever. Number four was The Summer of '42. Number three was the French Connection. Oh, we still have to do that. I know. I don't care how long it is, we have to do that. Two is Billy Jack. And number one was Fiddler on the Roof. Saw them all. And here are the best picture nominations. Nicholas and Alexandra. I didn't see
1: that. How did you not see that? I saw that. I was seventy-one. I was in the I, 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 I was in the prime of my life. How did that
0: what? not I happened? know? Because you love Anastasia. And then that whole story. I saw it. I think I saw it in school. They
1: showed yeah, it. Yeah, you didn't see it here.
0: Oh, it's it's a long one. I think it had two. It was one of those two VHSers. Oh ah, like Titanic and stuff. Um, The Last Picture Show, which we did. Mhm.
1: Fiddler on the Roof. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. A Clockwork Orange, which oh, we also which did. We did. Oh, that was before Teeny, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Teeny, we needed you on that one.
0: And the winner, best picture that year, was The French Connection.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There mm-hmm. you have it. Mm-hmm. righty, then. So we are to reheat a both. A narcissistic, overbearing mother who rings a bell incessantly. Oh my God, she's a fuck bitch of candidate yes
0: Yeah. don't yes, you be getting any ideas because I'll tell you where that bell will end up right up your
1: ass, elderly ass. <laughs> actually I don't know what surgery grandmommy had. maybe it was after giving birth to Stacy but poppy remembers her having a bell I, uh, he oh, never it, he it never tracks. gave me a bell <laughs> no because cause he remembered that and was like no Everyone giving advice. You know, just shut the fuck up. Everybody telling him advice. Um, presuming to give an animal as a pet. That's just wrong. Yeah. That's just wrong on every level. But also,
2: there were, like, so many ways to get out of that. Yeah. But, like, if you know. <laughs> I, I did like the, the way that he got out of me. it. But I'm like, oh, I oh, have to see it. I'm allergic. Right,
0: right. Um, but, okay. but the way that he did it, he, he just went up to a guy in a payphone and was like, here, could you hold this for a second? And the guy took the cat and he just bounced. That <laughs> happened to my two of our friends. They ended up with a cat.
2: They were in the payphone, but somebody was like, hey, could you watch my cat while I'm moving? And they never came back and got it.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. wow. Mm-hmm. The answer's no. Nope. Uh, and, and my PTSD, when the, when the couple is in bed and she hears something... Mm. And she knows it's wrong, and she tries to wake up her husband. At least he was there, mm. and he's like, and then she opens the door. That was that was very. It was stressful. It was stressful.
2: My negatives. I wrote down whatever that job was. It was <laughs> yes, the factory. Um. I'll save that because this is my LVP. So eating carrots with no dip, raw carrots with no dip.
0: <laughs> oh, I would do that.
2: Ew. Bland. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'd rather eat if celery a, with no dip. If you get a nice one, it, it has a nice, carrots have a nice sweetness
1: to them.
3: Mm-mm, mm-mm.
1: The F word. Yes, oh. derogatory language. Yeah. If you're British,
0: yeah. it would be the word that British slang uses for a cigarette. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yes. But using it uh, to uh, as an adjective for a uh, fellow member of his yeah. entourage. Toxic workplaces? Oh, my God, yes. Oh, yes, but I have a theory on that.
2: Oh, okay. Would you like to share it now or later?
0: oh okay i can't because i was in my i was thinking about like gen z and if they had if their bosses were bosses from the greatest generation because i was watching this like ernest borgnine he served in world war ii mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. a lot of these like they're they serve they're veterans who served in world war ii and also since it took place in 71 so it would be world war ii and the korean war so yeah. Your up like your boss has like his yeah. own job was seeing people die, and it's not like they were talking about trauma and stuff. So it, in my mind, it was just funny to imagine somebody of generation Z working. Yeah, on. there's this. There is a trend on TikTok. Here's my
2: TikTok tidbit of the day. There's a trend on TikTok of people that'll do like here's a list of things that I think would send this this type of people in into cardiac arrest or whatever. So it'll be like, here's a list of things that I think would send like medieval women into cardiac arrest that if they knew that about this. Or like, here's a list of things that people don't, if, if you aren't from New Jersey, that would blow your brain. Mm-hmm. That would be a funny one. Here's a list of things of people
0: who were in the workplace in the 70s. That
2: oh, would yeah.
0: Be a, yeah. Because I also watched last night um, on Netflix, All Quiet on the Western Front, and so that was World War One. And then, you're, but then the, these guys were, and it's just, just the horrors of war. And then, then they came back, and you're like, yeah, no wonder like society isn't right. But then it's also like that's the whole history of humanity mm-hmm. and all of these wars and stuff. And just, yeah. just the sheer number of people who died in World War One, and then roll that over, and you got world war ii and you know like yeah that guy's gonna be hurling gay slurs and stuff and he's gonna be seeing willard and be like i lost all my buddies in the muck for you you triple you know you you kind of i'm not excusing it but this guy there's a lot of trauma and you can just imagine i just imagine how i would be if i survived the sheer insanity of war, and to just be like, wow, because it's just luck, really. Yeah, yeah. It's all luck, and you survive because you got lucky, and now you're in this workplace, and there's this guy. It, it they, I don't know. Just, it, just being back in work, and in the back of your mind, knowing like I've seen all of this, and there's
1: no therapy. Nobody's talking through it. Oh, my God, it. no. You know? My dad was in World War II. And so when when guys had long hair in the, in the 60s and 70s, he went off on it because if you had long hair in the 40s, that meant you were not fighting for your country because you'd go in and they'd shave your head. You'd have you had to have short hair to fit in the helmet, to not spread lice, yada, yada, yada. So... He had a huge thing about people with long hair.
2: Um, I will add to that using family in, to describe work relationships, family, like everybody gets along with everybody. Mm No, they don't. That's not what work is for. Um, cats riding in cars, not in a carrier. Cats don't just ride in a car. I did notice that they had a leash for it, but they just like yeah. put the cat in the car. You got to have a cat and a carrier, right?
1: Yeah, it can get down there know. under the gas pedal or under the brake pedal. Yeah, uh, uh, Dogs, too. Same thing. You got to get them secured so that they are safe. Um, yeah. Uh,
2: Walter dismissing his wife in the middle of the night.
3: Yes, like she, what the first moment she was like,
2: Yeah, somebody, I hear something.
1: Um,
2: Tearing down houses to build apartments.
1: Yes,
0: that old house, he was like, I could fit 40 apartments on here.
1: Yeah, Yeah. there was some nice woodwork in that house,
0: Mm, but but yeah, but then there's also the you know, housing, but I guess it's it's more affordable housing. So are they? Are those going to be affordable houses? No, he no, was. they're going to be build. luxury apartments. Get yeah. out of here. So, it's be- well, now, like in 1971, no. I'm probably living in an apartment <laughs> that was built on an old Victorian house, and they built it's around the same time that this place was built. So I'm, I'm kind of like, oh, thank goodness. But now they, it wouldn't be. It would, it, it would be. They would be empty. It would be these huge. Beautiful, like, well, not beautiful, but these, all these apartment buildings, you see them all up all over the valley. Apartment mm-hmm. buildings, apartment buildings, apartment, probably, probably empty because yeah, who can no afford it? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And the people who are can afford it are not living in the ones in the areas where these, like, yeah, brand, yeah, um. Death by rats. This was also my cringeworthy moment. This is a cringeworthy. Oh end. yeah. Whatever that award is, Death by rats. Yeah, it doesn't mm. seem like a good way to go out.
0: Because it would be, it would take because so you'd long. Because also be, it also
2: be gross. Like you know, like it take a long out.
0: time, and then you'd be like, ooh, there's like rats all over me. Like how do they do it? They would have to
1: get they would they'd have
2: to you, bite get- you, and they eat you. Those are those rats were.
0: Yeah, but it's gonna to, to it's gonna take a while unless it's somebody takes there. It's gonna take to a their,
1: really long time. You're
0: just like here, put a piece of cracker on your neck. So you're like here, take this out. Yeah, so take I can this out, out. Right now. Yeah. Get this.
1: Because weren't we weren't we in the Tower of London or something? We oh were in, yes. And there was the there was the mask where there would be room for a rat to be in in front of your face. And that mask would be on you and the rat would just, you just were alive no. while it was eating your face. No, what they would do
0: is they, it's more sinister than that. Maya, you're leaving out a part. They have the mask on and then they would put fire on the other end. So the rat would want to. to save its life right. and would gnaw through your face to get to freedom. Mm-hmm. And that's how they like killed you.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It was a real thing.
3: Yeah. English. Mm -hmm. Is that what those things
1: are that make you look like a bird? I thought that was for pandemic. Well, they they had, uh, like, different, you know, situations, but that was for
0: real. Yeah, they would do that. They got nothing but time, and they had a lot of time to come up with the, with
1: torture. Oh, yeah. Humans, humans really been, been and, human-y in a while. <laughs> and don't think that the Nazis didn't take take, take all of that and then uh, 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 add it to the nth degree. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yes. Mm-hmm. They would also put it
0: on your chest.
1: Yeah. A, a or men
0: on, on their genitals. Yeah, So that, and then they would make it so that it was a, a life or death thing for the rat. So the rat's going to do whatever the rat needs to do to live. And that mm-hmm. means going through mm-hmm. your soft-ass mm-hmm. flesh. Mm-hmm. 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 Do you have any other negative reheatables, T.D.? Now that your oh, mind's has really? been blown? How I'm really? just reading about rat torture. Oh, God. Okay. I have nepotism because, okay... Was Willard good at his job, and did he deserve to be vice president, no. or was he only twenty seven? No, he seemed like a court.
2: shitty vice president,
0: right? Yeah, and he, then he couldn't show up to work
1: on time. Yeah, I mean, he, he was
0: forgetting to do everything. He was working nights and weekends. Was that because he was slow? Like, because at one point, that's what Al says: is
1: like, well, you work nights and weekends because you can't get your work done and you're slow. Or I feel he- like it was a combination. I feel like they really doubled up doubled up on his work. And it was, he didn't give a fuck. So he's not going to work, work that hard because it's his father's company. He should be somewhere else. So he, that's what I feel it. Like. Okay.
0: This is said as someone who exercises before they work. And when I used to go to work, I would exercise before I went to work. Cutting
1: you shower? I made sure I was clean. You washed your kibbles and bits. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay.
0: Um, sometimes I couldn't be bothered. I couldn't get my hair wet if it was like cold and stuff. Understood. Hair is a whole different stitch. Yeah, but I like. Yeah, I I made sure that. Yeah. Cutting the grass before going to work seems really odd to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but like if
2: you've got a mom like that, like. But well, yeah. I guess I was wondering what. Some people have different hours of work, but he seems to work the nine to five.
0: That's what I was saying. Like, what time does he go in? Because I was thinking the noise complaints, but then I was like, wait, did he have one of those old time grass cutters where it was just the rolling blade, so it wouldn't make noise? No, he's he working nine. Like, I think anything after seven a.m. is fair game for cutting the grass. After seven, okay. Yeah, that doesn't bother me. Yeah. I can sleep. And, you'll, and you'll hear, yeah, because after, because especially like in the summertime, you'll hear them out with like the leaf blowers. Mm-hmm. And it makes mm-hmm. sense because it's like, oh, it's going to get hot. I just thought that, that cutting the grass, though, it just, that just seemed so odd to me. And then I, yeah, had that's like kinda, a tough
1: task to do before work. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because that's like, you do have to shower.
1: There's no like. Oh, yeah. The kibbles and bits got really dirty. Yeah. hmm.
0: Um, and then when Al says that sales and manufacturing, like that's what runs the business. Um uh-huh. accounts receivables is what keeps Ooh. the lights on, buddy. So yes. oh, oh, you talking all that yang, but somebody's gotta be collect the money and make sure it goes where it needs to go. So my next one is this is my last one. The personification of animals and cause I was watching this and you have the, the rats and stuff, but then I was thinking about like all the Disney movies and how they have, give rats like people things. And then you're like, Oh, and it's like, yeah, like animals. Yes. They feel pain, but their main goal is to, is to stay alive. You know, they just, their their main main goal is to to reproduce. Everyone's main goal. It is, but I and don't my, think... Are you a lot of humans' main goals is just to reproduce? Well, it's like to eat, sleep, and reproduce. Yeah, and it's like stay alive. But I don't... I guess this is my question. Are animals having existential crisis? Do animals wonder about fulfillment? Okay. Okay. Go, <laughs> <laughs> Teeny.
2: Go. I disagree with you on this, and I love the personification of animals. And however, okay, so there is this dog named bunny and bunny has button. Bunny is like kind of the one I think that made the buttons for dogs become a big thing. So there's these like little buttons and Mm. you program them with your voice. So like you can make one say walk and then whenever you take the dog out for the walk, they hit the button and then, then that it's like, they're talking to you, you know? Which, like, that's, like, nothing new. Pavlov isn't long. He's the one that did the thing. But so now people start introducing more buttons. So Bunny has a lot of buttons. So, like, on, on social media, like, so, like, she started to combine the buttons. So it'll be, like, mom, walk now. And then, like, the owner would be, like, no bunny like we'll go on a while, and then like the owner will hit the later button and be like no bunny we'll go on later and then bunny would go back and be like no now who knows how much of it is bullshit but i saw this thing a few weeks ago bunny's been around for a couple years i saw this thing a few weeks ago and it's like a comp like a compilation of bunny that people think bunny is be is depressed now because she's become self-aware. And so, like, no. <laughs> Yeah, like, she's starting to press all these sad buttons and, like, stares at her. Like, there was, like, a video of her staring at herself in the mirror and, like, re- I don't know, like, realizing that it was her. I don't know. Who knows? It's probably all bullshit. But I was like, well, I always wanted the buttons. I was like, well, never getting the buttons.
1: Yeah. It's, that remains to be an AI, you know, like, going to the next level and, But, okay, you look at the size of the head, the skull of a rat. So, the size of the brain inside that skull. Now, they could be using way more of their uh, brain potential than humans use. But there's not a lot of room in there.
0: Yeah, I just think that we put a lot of our human bullshit onto animals. And, yeah, like that. You know what? Button. Yeah, and maybe, maybe okay, we'll find exactly. out. Like, oh, you know, hey, basically, I'm Socrates. I don't know what I don't know, but I just think that it's interesting how we do this with animals and mm-hmm. basically put human bullshit onto them. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you have to have the
2: right balance because then some people get animals and they're just like they're just a fucking animal, and they don't do anything to right challenge their brain or exercise them they right? shouldn't
0: have you <laughs> know like yeah yeah i mean there's like there's that there's, there's a all of
2: people oh sorry
0: well i was just gonna say like there's a whole they're a living being and stuff but like right. human bullshit like i don't know yeah a- adding whole group that, of people well,
2: that, that you just think we shouldn't have any animals as pets either
1: well maybe you yeah. know to positive reheatables. I I thought originally I wouldn't have any. There were lots of Mustangs in this. Um, Mustangs as far as 1965-ish car Ford Mustangs. Mm -hmm. The cars Mm -hmm. were pretty cool. Mm -hmm. The chairlift.
0: (laughs) Every time I see that chairlift, I think of that Seinfeld episode, and so I start singing that song. My baby takes (laughs) <laughs> um, but, uh, the, the, see, where, and then I also think of Abfab.
1: Yeah, we stayed in a in a in a house in Sea uh, Isle City that had one of those. It was it was pretty cool, um, but we we never got the key to be able to actually work it. But imagine loading that up with your groceries and sending that up the steps when you're renting a house in, at the ocean. Mm. And the house, I love the house. Yeah, yeah the house is cool. That front door was pretty freaking cool. Would have done a different uh, situation with the glass portion, but uh, yeah, I like the house. Mm.
2: Um, I
1: have
2: the mansion. I would call it a mansion. Mm-hmm. There you go. Well, I did think the setup for Willard's birthday was pretty cool. Like the the balloons. They had, and all, I had all the crowning. Like it was. The shitty people they were. Um, yeah. I loved when he let those rats out at the dinner party. I just I thought this too. is the perfect amount of petty. And then I just also thought it's just another night in Brooklyn when you're eating in someone's
1: <laughs> backyard. Who
2: knows what could happen.
1: But I was worried about the safety of the rats. I, I know, yeah. I was kind of worried about oh, yeah. the safety of the mm. rats. Mm-hmm. But he could he could whistle to them to come back,
0: and I got the feeling, this is me reading into it that he really only cared about Ben and Socrates and the rest. That was just like the infantrymen, you know. Like, yeah, oh, I yeah. didn't think
2: that at first, but then that's I think
0: that's where we went. Yeah. Yeah, some yeah. are gonna die. He's like, I can't afford to feed all these, so I'm well, willing that's true to. too. Yeah. And they just keep reproducing. Mhm.
2: Um Ernest Borgnine, is that how you say it? Mhm. I like his voice and it looks like he did a lot of voice acting and after this. Mm-hmm. Um but I thought at first he was the voice of the dad in that show Dinosaur,
0: Dinosaurs. Remember that show. Was that when they had the plastic they were like in the plastic suits? Or was it an animated? <laughs>
1: Teenies <laughs> pros <did> hilariously. <laughs> well, we just yeah, lost our teeny. It. So I did my positives. So no, we're talking about dinosaurs. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the, sh- the show dinosaurs. <laughs> was it the show with the- when they were in the plastic? Oh, yeah. oh, no,
2: it wasn't. It was computer-generated, I think. Earl oh. Sinclair, Not the Mama, remember that? 1991, four seasons long. Brian, oh. Henson. Brian Henson was the executive producer. Yeah! I'll tell you what, if you haven't watched that in a long time, it is on Disney+, Plus, and it is a delight to go back and watch again. It's just, like, fun. Yeah. Wow. Um... I could have sworn he was the voice of Earl Sinclair. He is not, but he has gone on to do things on shows such as Spongebob.
1: Oh, okay. interesting. And those were all of my positives.
0: I have the Amazon descriptors of this. It said horror, cerebral, Ooh. eerie, and strange. And I was like, yeah, nailed it, Amazon. Good job. Yeah. Okay, the fact that, because when his mom, when will's mom told him, get rid of the rats, he put them on this island in the pool, and then mm-hmm. he was, and I'm like, wait a second, I thought the rats could swim. So I looked it it up. Yes, rats can swim. Some species are strong swimmers and can hold their mm-hmm. breath underwater for up to three minutes. So oh they my can God. tread water for up to three days straight. Yeah. They oh can God. they can jump vertically 36 inches. Oh shit. And they now can that jump, I did know 36 five, inches? 36 inch vertical Low leap point. for a That's rat. Feet. That's yes. There are rats flying in his face, and I'm like, can they
1: jump that high? Yeah.
0: And then they can horizontally jump 48 inches. Um rats can their skulls are flexible. So they can fit through um, super small oh, holes wow. and stuff. So, so if you're like, oh, no, a rat can't get through that. Yeah, like because its skull is flexible. It, it's pretty crazy. I knew mice were,
2: but I guess that makes sense for rats, too.
1: Yeah. Man.
0: And so, finally, this is, you have to follow me on this. So,
1: I'm
0: not, like, how do I say this? You know, mine's like, ah, oh, anti- you know, she don't like rats.
1: I don't like no fucking rats. I don't,
0: I don't say that I like him either. But here's the thing about me. And this movie kind of solidified it. I think I was moving in this direction. People say, I would not consider myself to be an animal lover. I am an animal respecter. I respect okay. animals. Okay, okay, okay. Because growing up, stop me if
1: this isn't wrong, ma. Uh-oh. But the only pet I ever wanted was a dog that's the only one you ever wanted you didn't want no no stinking fish because they had to we had two, we had two yeah.
0: goldfish they died and i was like i feel no connection to them right nothing right flush it in elementary school when we had the class guinea pig and it was uh-huh. my turn to take it home i was like no i don't even know what that thing's name is no nope. i think got out my gunning pig got out and i had two cats and we had a it was scary
1: times we found yeah. it, it yeah okay. What what grade was that? You had a guinea pig that wasn't kindergarten. No, we had, I don't remember. It's like a third
0: grade thing, I feel like. Like, Yeah, I never told you about it because I knew that I didn't want anything to do with that thing. I do remember that, and I was grateful, truth be told. I wasn't a rabbit person. I'm not a guinea pig Mm -hmm. hamster. No, none of those things to me are, and this is me. I understand how other people, they're exactly, stuff, but to me, cause Eric had rabbits. Yeah. And I was like, ah, this ain't me. This ain't for me. Mm-mm. Guinea pigs. No. And that's fine if it's not for you, but
2: it's not right. fine for it to put other people down on there. don't ick my
1: right. Well, unless they're rats or snakes.
0: But here's the thing. So in this movie, when he's befriending the rats and stuff. I'm sitting there and I'm like, "You know what? This is him being him." Uh-huh. But uh-huh. this is
1: not no, this ain't a thing that I this ain't a path I'm walking down." Good point. Good point. Cuz I did appreciate that he was um he he had um empathy for the rat. He he felt like they were like connecting with him. He was like connecting with them. That's great. Don't bring it to my house.
0: And I will say that I respected and was very grateful that they Hollywood upped these rats. These were good looking rats that they it's used goodness. They were Truth be told. Yeah. Like yeah, their, they didn't their, have, yeah. their fur was nice and fluffy. You know, like I'm looking at it and I'm like, hey, as rats go, they didn't have like, there weren't patches taken but out. Most they rats look the- like
1: that. But they have that too. They got
0: that, yeah. They got that like weird tail. Also, most rats. His rats were, especially in the beginning. And here's another point too. That again, it's not for me, but I was because my thing with rats and stuff is their contamination, and they're because you know they're in the places where. They go in the places where there's human feces. There's, you know, they're eating carcasses. You know, they got germs on them and stuff. That's, that's what they do. That's how they live. That's their get down. And that's part of the, the circle of life. And they're doing their part in the ecosystem. Like we need them. But when they, when he was like, you know, they were multiplying and stuff, I was like, well, you know what? These rats are, they're in an environment. They're, you know, they're not as. They're not as dirty, in my mind. Well, that's true. That is true. As the rat that you showed us yesterday from the New York subway. I'm like, that's a dirty motherfucker. That's a dirty.
2: However, as with people and anything, if there's that many living together, no matter where you are, it's dirty.
1: Yes, but that's also, and
0: that's, that's a foundation in my only rolling with dogs thing. You know, like that okay. is, that's, that's, that's built in. That's one of the cornerstones into that structure of my life in that. Yeah. Remember my brother had a turtle. I didn't fuck with that turtle. AJ. No, I was didn't. like, that got diseases. I, I didn't like it when the turtle was out and you guys were cleaning the tank. I'm like, there's y'all could be getting something salmonella and whatnot. But they again, can carry salmonella. Yeah. See, yeah, that's so chickens and we eat them. Yeah, they do. But I make sure that it, eggs will get me. The runny yolk of the eggs that will be my downfall. But yeah, I don't really fuck with raw chicken either. When I eat chicken, mm-hmm.
1: it, it's done, motherfucker.
0: Yeah, it's got a, yeah. the skin is crispy. I don't eat raw chicken either. But no, but I don't even like to. I don't buy like chicken breast and clarify. like like to. Yeah, it. I, it, like, means, it freaks yeah. me out. I get I get freaked out by that kind of stuff. But I'm. But you know me, I was telling you, Teeny, I'm like, look at my jar of I finally have gone through this hand sanitizer, and this the hand sanitizer oh, yeah. is only specifically used once a day, and that's I put a hand sanitizer in my right hand for when I go out in my run, and I use the gate outside, and then I hand sanitize my hands so that then when I'm on my run, I can wipe my face if I need to. That's what I'm dealing with over here. Yeah. So Yeah, it's true. Okay. So those were my positive reheatables.
1: Okay. Well, we are to quotables. 27 years ago tonight, you were born in pain and suffering. I knew you were going to like that one. The doctors didn't think I'd make it. I mean, happy birthday. Wow. Now, boy, on your birthday, I would mention the, the hours of labor I was in. There were a couple of birthdays there where... Yeah, i heard that.
0: Thank you, T (laughs) D. And hasn't... Tini, since you've been a member of this family... Every year. And hasn't she added an extra hour for every year? Yeah, she's up to 24 hours now. Yep, thank you. It
1: was (laughs) a long time.
0: (laughs) Well, apparently I specifically knew when I wanted to make my entries into this world. And And you did a good
1: job of that. And, okay... Uh, Willard is basically an extrovert, but it's all inside. Yeah, I like that one. It's called introvert. Yeah. I'm afraid I'm going to be a lot of trouble to you. Who said that? His mama to him right before she died. Mm. <laughs> yeah, because
0: she knew that she had no money. She And she didn't even have a life insurance policy on herself. Where was her estate planning? Who was her financial planner?
1: And then I made up my own quotable. Oh, right. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Are you ready?
0: I need to write this down.
1: Remember when you could unleash rats instead of bullets? Oh. Yeah. I had the same kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Because... We all know in 2022 um he's not going in into his workplace with rats. No. no. He's going
1: in with a a submachine gun. Mm-hmm.
0: Tactical,
1: okay. Tactical tactical vest and
0: all not that
1: such is. That's it for me. Okay. I mean, I thought that pretty much summed it up. My okay. My quotables. Uh, in addition
2: to what you said, when he's talking to his boss, or maybe he's talking to his, he's talking to someone at work, and someone said, "Willard, are you happy here?" And he said, "Well, I might be if I made some money." Yes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um. And then the mortgage is driving me nuts. And you're driving me nuts. That was that quote. Okay. The mortgage is driving me nuts and you're driving me nuts. Relatable. Mm -hmm. And then can you imagine having $800 to spend on vacation? I looked it up. $800 in
1: 1971 would be $58,000. $58,000. He had every right to rob those people. But it was $8,000. It wasn't $800. That's what I meant. $8,000. Yes.
2: Oh, yeah, eight thousand. I have just like yeah, Right. And then I have a quotable that's not from the movie as well. Oh, look at you two. In twenty twenty
0: one. Two. Twenty twenty two. We're in twenty three. So are you sure it's twenty two? I just want to yes. clarify. Okay. I'm sure.
2: As we know, New York City is one of the most rat-infested places in the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They estimate, I think this was like, I don't know if they did like a 2007, like a census of rats. Like whatever the <laughs> last census they took of the rats.
0: Just, did they have like,
2: <laughs> like Tagalog?
0: Ch- <laughs> they had to knock on their
2: sewer doors. <laughs> uh-huh. There's an estimated two million, two million 2 million rats that live here. Um,
1: no, that's all of New York City, not just Brooklyn. All of New York City. Okay. That's, a big, that's a big, it's play. just Bushwick, <laughs> but we're talking
2: multiple rats per person.
0: Wait, how um, many people are in New York? It's less than a you million. Think
2: I know that <laughs> less than 2 million. Oh,
0: why was I thinking it was like 11 million? What the hell? Oh, maybe I was thinking the, me- the whole metropolitan area. I don't oh, know. Wait, no, I- it's
2: 8.4 million.
0: Yeah. I was like, okay. We're hefty. not Okay.
2: Maybe, maybe there, maybe multiple rats per family. We're it's a lot of rats, okay? Yeah, it's a yeah. lot of rats. Um, man, eight and a half million people—that's a lot of people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so in October of last year, they New York's the sanitation commissioner, Jessica Tisch, held a conference to talk about how they're planning to deal with. The rat problem is said to be worse now than it has been in many, many years. Mm. At so, like, first, I thought the right? pandemic was going to, like, help because it's, like, they don't, like, I don't know. It's weird because at first they were like, oh, pandemic, there's less food out because restaurants were closed for a while, right? Mm. So their their food source was, like, diminishing a little bit. But then outdoor dining, mm. like, that's, you know, um. So they held this news conference and it was the most hilarious thing I've ever seen. I just happened to catch it live. I'm looking at an article on the to read some of it, but before outlining the specifics of her plan, Jessica looked deadpan down the camera to address viewers with a serious statement. And she said, I want to be clear. The rats are absolutely going to hate this announcement, but the rats don't run this city. We do. Oh, and it went viral. I almost bought a T there are t-shirts being sold that just say the rats uh don't run the city. We do. It was hilarious. Yeah. The rats don't run the city. We do. Um, but it was talking about like the only way, I mean, when we talk about rats, they're really smart. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. And they'll, they're patient, so they'll like, they don't just eat anything. So they'll like taste a little teeny tiny bite of food, and see if it makes them feel sick before they eat anymore. Oh, that's really Mm -hmm. smart. And they're (laughs) like smarter than us. (laughs) They did all these tests to be like, you know, if a rat is faced with freeing his friend from wherever his friend, like his friends, in locked up, or eating something. Well, choose to free his friend every time. So they like are just like mm. smart and they know how to get it. Like these traps don't work. So the only way to combat the rat problem is better sanitation.
1: Right. So, how well, would, would you have that many people in that congested area and all people? Yeah, have- but there's some things you, so
2: like, for example, you're not allowed to in certain places, like, you can't put your trash out before, like, my job, for example we can't put the trash out before dusk. You're just not allowed to, because you can't okay. be seen, you know, just, right. it's unsightly, right. I guess. Yeah. And they do trash a lot of the times in the middle of the night. But like, the plan with this was like, you could put your trash out at 4 p.m. instead of 8 p.m. So, um, sorry, Max drinking a lot of water. She said the, big, <laughs> the biggest swing that you can take in cleaning up our streets is to shut down the all-night, all-you-can-eat wrap buffet. She said,
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, uh, and there's like a bunch of other, so like in 2017, they launched a $32 million plan to, for better sanitation, which included, they looked at 10 neighborhoods with really bad rat problems. Um, and then they put the trash cans that close all the way. Cause like, yes. if, you're in, like if you're just like in like a neighborhood down the street there, you're just going to have like the open trash cans. Mm -hmm. But they made, that's when they installed the trash bins that close all the way so you can, you know, the rats can't get in them. Can't get in them. Um, And most recently, they've installed compost. They look like big trash, enclosed trash cans. But they've installed them, like, er everywhere. All around our neighborhood and, like, even farther, which I was kind of surprised about. I was thinking they'd just be in, like, the fancy, you know. Manhattan. In Manhattan and like Williamsburg, but they're composting things so that you can bring any food scraps to the compost thing, and you're not oh. putting your food scraps just in the bag and like on the street. That would be helpful. That's
1: that I, would be helpful.
0: I was reading about, or I heard about something like that in LA, and I'm like, what? What do you mean? Like the our food scraps are supposed to go someplace else, but of course it's like hard to find out what they're talking about and to do that yeah i didn't understand i
2: was like this is weird like i wonder why compost is becoming such a big thing but it's to combat the rat problem Mm -hmm. that makes sense i mean it's like you'd really in order to make a difference you'd need one on every block because our the one near us is like a full two blocks right am i gonna do it probably not i mean i guess we like it'd be for us because we have a dog i guess it's on the way yeah it's on the way to the subway you could work it out but like if you work from home or you don't have a dog, like, these most, yeah. the average person is not going to, most people are not going to walk the extra. Exactly. Exactly.
0: You know. Yeah. But- like, I would be willing to, to separate my scraps out. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of my scraps I save for to make my own soups and whatnot. But I would be willing to, to throw that stuff out. But I need it to be convenient to me. Yeah, I was I looked up while you were talking because I'm like, all right, well, they're rats. It's in the circle of life. Like, who are their natural predators? Because, like, they can. But then when you hear, yeah, it makes sense in New York City. So large birds of prey, like hawks, mm. falcons and owls. Owls are really good at rats. Yeah. And owls and we have also, owls in our backyard. Owls in New York. Rare. Mm. And they, they also can attack people and, and small ant like dogs and stuff. Oh, Yeah.
1: Yeah, the small but dogs are definitely...
2: I thought I was could have sworn I saw an owl last year and it was a trash bag floating in the wind.
1: And <laughs> it was stuck in a
2: tree. And it was the most beautiful thing. I took thing a video of started. it to show Adam. I was like, look at this owl I saw. And he was like, that's a trash bag.
0: So it does make sense because I'm just like, oh, well, get the, the, the net, natural predators. But I guess it's like in a city, so it's... Right. You know? I'm guessing that maybe that's why the people in around Central Park and stuff, maybe their rat problem isn't as bad because they're closer to where hawks and owls can live. I don't know, but they also have some... I wonder if it is.
1: I don't know. I've seen those rats in Central Park, though. Mm. And we've had we've had raccoon issues because raccoons are so dexteritous. Mm-hmm. They're able to open the trash... Mm -hmm. can and get in there and and if there's tin foil they can unwrap the tin foil to get in there Um, and you know raccoons are kind of cute but um, they are also rodents that carry diseases Mm. but uh, living this close to Huntley Meadows I I don't know that we have a raccoon
0: problem but you know the yin and the yang There's Mm -hmm. other issues. Uh, The only quotable I have that you guys didn't mention was the you're learning! I busted out laughing so hard at that. You're (laughs) learning!
1: Mm. Okay, LVP. I have three of them. I'm going to do them in order of least to worst.
0: Your Your PEMDAS? Your order of operations? Yeah. So, What is
1: this for? Sorry. I
0: was reading about
1: rats. Alice, the woman in the, I guess she was Ernest Borgnine's secretary. Oh, God. So did she go along with that because she actually wanted to or because she knew her job depended on letting him be frisky with her? I think
0: that she was. It was both. (laughs) I think that it was probably both. And that. Teeny's laughing really hard. It's making me laugh really hard.
1: But. but, um, (laughs) So. Oh, I wish you could I, see Teeny right now. It would crack you up.
0: I think, I think that it, it was both. It was at the first. It was it's fun and games and stuff. But then when it's um, it crosses that line. So it's that
1: because he that is situation. her superior. Yeah, he is. So it's inappropriate. It, yeah, it was and It was inappropriate before. But she,
0: she, it's gonna be problematic. But it's. It's one of those things where, in the moment, she's being charming. And so it isn't like a negative on her. Even though the whole, if you take a step out right, and right. You look at it from the macro, it is a problem. Her being in that situation, she isn't feeling threatened or anything like that. It's just this fun
1: thing. Or but- underneath, is she like realizing for me to keep this position in this company? If I keep him happy, I get to keep my job. If I don't, somebody else is going to come and get this job. Yeah, but I think at that first thing, I
0: got the impression that she's like, that's what she, that's all she knows. All she knows is dealing with that, in that. She hasn't been through a a Me Too thing where somebody Uh tapped her on the shoulder and was like, hey, actually.
1: And you don't have to do this. Yeah. Yeah.
0: She's just like, this is the way it is. And then the next the later scene, she's just like, Oh, this sucks. You know? But who knows? I don't know. Cause this yeah. kind of goes back to that thing where she's a woman who's having to deal with the men right, who came right. back from the war.
1: Just so- entering the workforce and Okay. Um, then there's mother, yeah, who had the good grace to die, but She was so toxic to him for 27 years. Okay. But really, my LVP is Mr. Martin. And, okay, so he went through a war too. Not
2: excusable.
1: Uh, Yeah, you have to treat people that way. Okay. LVP, Mr. Martin. We don't even know if he served. (laughs) We don't. made all that up just based on. He probably lied about
2: something to get out of it.
1: Yeah, or I I know that my brother gained a whole lot of weight so that he wouldn't be able to go to Vietnam. Like, did that happen because of that? Or did that did he gain a whole lot of weight and then, oh, that was the benefit of it? I don't know, but he didn't go to Vietnam. It's one secret hill, never tell. Um, well he's dead, so that's hard. so we really <laughs> <won't>.
2: um <laughs> My OVP is I have runner-up mom. Oh, Barb's calling.
1: <laughs> we have, this has been the
0: craziest audio podcast.
2: We've got off the rails.
0: We have Jeannie thinking she's on mute and not being on mute. And she's like, well, he'll never tell what he needed out of the closet.
2: Um, My runner up was mom, fuck bitch, mom. She's like, your kid doesn't owe you shit. Um, And then my real LVP, though, is there was a comment by one of the elderly people.
0: (laughs) They were elderly. Damn it! you uh, well, we were like birthday. ten years younger than you. Ma. <laughs> I think about yeah. And they but said, "That's how good you look." Don't don't be was showing her. the whites that of those her. eyes at me. Not me. That's why. That's the craziness of it. You're like, look at those elderly people because oh, you're out. No right. You're now, out here that. looking like a fifty.
1: You were looking down. Um, Good job digging yourself out of that hole. Mm -hmm. Okay. There are a lot of shovels around. I just picked one up.
2: (laughs) So this quote is my LVP. Willard, you don't want to be a cashier all of your life.
3: Oh.
2: And maybe he doesn't. And he probably doesn't. But maybe that's the only work he can find. Maybe maybe he does. Maybe he does want to do it. Maybe he does. Maybe he's perfectly happy being a cashier. And maybe that pays him just enough money to pay his bills. That's right. Mm-hmm. And that's all. And there. if there's no cashiers, who are you going to, who's going to ring you up at the grocery store? There you go. Mm-hmm. That's right. And if there's nobody working in fast food, and let me tell you, these people that work in fast food and retail and all these other jobs have a lot. Uh, retail manager was ranked in the top 10
0: most stressful jobs. Yes. I believe it. Year. I believe it. Yes. I believe yes. it you have to deal with all these, all these, uh, idiot, unconscious people out here? <laughs> yeah, I chose to go with unconscious people. Well,
1: that's because you've yeah. always been more mature than I. <laughs> so that was my LVP.
0: My runner-up is Joan. Why the fuck would you give a coworker a cat? Just, I mean, oh, we mentioned it sweet, before. Though. I know, but like seriously, seriously, yeah, that's are not great. gifts. Like that because that goes. Broke. That goes to, like, what you were saying about, I'm not an animal lover, but I respect animals to know that if you're gifting it to someone, that is a responsibility. Even like, it's
2: one thing if it's, like, a family. So, like, I got a dog as my birthday present when I was 11. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't gifted to me. We went and picked it out together, and we Mm -hmm. made sure it was the
1: right fit for everyone. And you were already a dog-loving family. Like, just choosing a cat just that's like me going to
2: work but our cats like are a little here. bit different because cats you kind of like throw anywhere and they're good
0: but people they can be allergic <laughs> i see what you did there but well, cats also allergic. people yeah, can be no allergic. allergic so yeah i'm allergic to cats No bueno. My real MV, my real LVP, though, is us as a society in 2022 because of Ma's made up quote. And this Willard shoots up the place. I my double feature instead of Ben was the first episode of the show Accused that's on Fox and then it also runs on Hulu. I highly recommend it. I saw two episodes. The first one got to commission it and it kind of goes with Willard how Willard would probably be in 2022 okay Did you, and then the second one oh my god had me it got so dusty in this apartment Ooh. if you enjoyed Coda you have to oh, watch the wow. second episode okay so okay. far it's a it's a remake of a BBC not BBC but i it was a BAFTA winning so it was in britain so this series like originally was in Britain and they come out with the heavy hitters. Like all the people that you see are people like actors that you've seen in other mm-hmm. things before. Mm-hmm. Man, and the stories, just how they are told this, this woman in the second episode, like the first one was great. And then I saw the second episode yesterday and I was just, it, it's one of those things that it's going to just always stick with me. I'm just always going to, I'm just always going to be thinking about it of mm-hmm. like, Oh wow. Like it was just one of those things that just expanded my mind and just blew me away. And there's this speech that, man, I don't know if you if you don't get teared up at this woman on the stand, then you just you just don't have a heart. I don't know (laughs) what to tell you. I knew
1: that was coming. I I knew this Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that tonight. I finished Kaleidoscope, so I'm because
0: it, it's too. just sad that like I'm just watching this and it's like you said, Ma with the rats. And I'm like, no, he's just got access to a weapon
1: mm-hmm. and
0: he just goes in and takes all the people out, and that's that's sad. But that's it. it it's sad because everybody is a responsible gun owner until they're not, and. That's just where we are. So, and I don't know how to fix that, but I mean, my little heart broke into a thousand pieces in 2012 and I was just like, oh, this is the get down. Like Sandy Hook happened and we're not going to do anything. So that's what um, Mr. Obama said. Yeah. We're not going to do anything now.
1: We're never going to do anything.
0: Nope. It's not going to happen. Oh, and we'll see what happens in Memphis with this police, but Think of the institution. Think of that. Those officers think that you could do that to another human being and think that you could get away with it. Uh Mm -hmm. Those guys, that they could think that they could get away with it. That is, they always say it's a few bad apples. That's, all of it is rotten. Uh That's what that shows me in Memphis. It's all rotten. Those guys thought that they could get away with it, that they could do that the whole system is rotten then yeah. you need to rethink policing entirely exactly because they thought that they could get away with it yeah that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting because the easy way is I'm wow just that was just an indictment of the, your whole institution right there that's inst- you want to know the definition of institutional racism that they thought that they could get away with that. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so we're to MVP, <laughs> and my MVP is Aaron's LVP, Joan. Oh, I mean, at least she saw Willard as a person, and mm-hmm. she saw the abuse he was taking, and she tried to help out, and uh, she tried to help out in a um very immature, not thought through process, but she thought, you know, this dude needs something in his life. And I'm, I, if I needed, you know, something in my life, then I'd get a cat because that's something I can take care of and I can be responsible for. So maybe that's what he needs. It was misplaced, but she was trying her best.
0: Oh, she had good intentions. I see.
1: She had good intentions, and when yeah. the boss came on to her, she said, "I guess I need another job." <laughs> My MVP,
2: Aaron's gonna hate it, is interspecies communication
0: <laughs> because it's so fascinating. You can talk. I again. Actually- don't hate it. I okay. love the the Jane. Who is that? Jane Goodall and she did the sign language. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. But
2: um
0: I was thinking about it because
2: like he I like this movie for not personifying the rats. Like I was like, mm-hmm. what if in Ben they start talking? They don't. Yes. Um so that was fun. But I was thinking about it because Mac can't hear. And he can't barely see you no more but we communicate and yes. we, our relationship has grown a lot it's certainly
1: I love it and mm-hmm. we
2: I don't think it's funny that I talk I talk to him a lot he's like he can't hear you but you know it's hard he to he can
1: feel the vibes though but he mm-hmm. goes
2: and he like you, you know he comes and he looks a certain way to say I have to go out Mm-hmm. and you let him out and he you know it's just and then like yesterday we had tommy at the beach and we had him on a leash we never, we never but we have a, we call it jumbo leash and it's like a leash and we have a long rope attached and mm-hmm. there was no one else there for a moment so we didn't ha- you know we weren't holding on to it and he would like run a little bit and then look back at us and then he make sure we we're there and then keep running exactly and he,
0: you know, it's just fascinating. You could communicate with each other without yes. talking. Okay. I have a good story about communicating with Tommy. So when <laughs> they they went to a wedding, and so I was taking care of the dogs when I was home for Christmas
1: for about like a God, week. God she was here.
0: So, we were, so Tommy, he loves to go like outside. He knows what outside means. So we go outside and i got in trouble because i wanted because i was there i didn't have anything to do and i know that tommy likes to walk so i'm like all right tommy you get to pick wherever you want to go to walk and we're going to walk however far you want to walk and so we went on this long walk and sure enough he like decided when you told me that he wanted to turn around and then because at night he didn't want to go out my dad took that as an indictment that i had taken the dog too far yes he did yes and so we got in trouble He's like, you can't Mm. take him that
1: far. So I'm like, all right. So as only Poppy can do an indictment, just um, you took him to five words that just cut to your heart. Cause yeah, all right, Really? I didn't mean to. Well,
0: Mm -hmm. it turns out, no, that that's wrong, and that he can be taken, he can go farther. But anyways, Teeny will have a conversation with him, anyways, (laughs) and so then um so we're walking and we're going through all of these cul-de-sacs that i've never been through you know like i just always you can get lost rows. in
1: here if you yeah know so we're going doing. through
0: the, these cul-de-sacs and stuff and he comes to this house and starts going up that wants to go up the driveway oh. and i'm like tommy that's not that's not our house because earlier when i took him on the long walk he knew exactly when to turn around and I let him lead us back home. And I was like, Oh my God, this dog, like he knew exactly how to get us home and everything. So I was just, and I came home and I was bragging about him and all of that. So then we go to this walk and it's the the next cul-de-sac over. He tries going up this house and I look at the house and it's a, what is it? A rambler with brick Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and green shutters. So it's like our house. And I was like, Oh my God! I started laughing at him. I'm like, Tommy, that's not our house. I'm like, buddy, you're wrong. And then he got he got his feelings hurt. And then he saw and he had been seeing squirrels around and didn't do anything. Mm. But then because I was like laughing at him, he saw a squirrel and he tried to check me. You think that's funny? This? Yeah. And he tried to take off and I was like, Oh no! I ain't grandma. Mm-mm. I'm more like ma. I'm a little sturdy here, so I didn't I didn't play for that so then we went back home and then I came home and I was telling everybody about how Tommy thought that he like he messed mm-hmm. up and he didn't know that right house and you, I would look over at Tommy he yeah he has head down and stuff mm-hmm. and so then did. when I went out he started going purposely up different walkways to try to throw me off that he didn't <laughs> mess up that one time I
1: know his house down <laughs>
0: oh what? that dog is petty and i love it he and is a very ad,
1: smart yeah. yes
0: he is such a he's smart he's a, he a good foe we are we were like spy versus spy yeah
1: that week. yep <laughs> we were
2: thunderstorm comes and then he just sees red but yeah,
1: yeah. Or, or the yahtzee like you oh, don't like the yahtzee thing he can handle the backgammon one because it's padded but not that Yahtzee one. Oh, that Yahtzee.
0: That will put him in his place. And then he didn't want to go inside. And so then I did this thing where I just sat down in driveways. And then he learned. So then he learned. Then he would see me start to, to sit down. And he would get all sad and start walking. So, yeah. We, <laughs> that was me fun. teaching.
1: <laughs> you think You think you can break me? Oh, no, you can't. I am no. more stubborn than you.
0: I was like, I got all the time until January 3rd, buddy, so... And I took
1: a picture of
0: it. <laughs> yep. So who, is it on me for MVP to yeah. yes. finish? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, that's the thing. Like, there are things, but but I also I'm a dog person, so I could see that if I was, like, a guinea pig person or a rat person. Right, you know, like that you were like, oh, they're communicating, and then yeah, people can communicate. Yeah, my dad was
2: convinced that he taught my turtle how to wave.
0: Yeah, and he probably and did. He probably did. Yeah. My honorable mention is Bruce Davidson because I thought that he gave a great performance. He he really told the line of being a believable character and also creepy, but also I wasn't completely creeped out by him. Exactly.
3: Did anyone
0: find anything about like.
2: Him having to work with the rats? I forgot to look that up, but I, I wonder about I, I mean, I didn't try really hard, but, like, he seemed, like, really comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> he did.
0: Yeah. And I'm betting that it was something like the animal wranglers, like how, you know, and Nope, how that's their whole, their horses and stuff. Oh, yeah, but yeah. they have that in Hollywood, all these different types of ang- animal mm-hmm. wranglers. So I'm sure that, that for that, they had somebody and, and he really worked closely with them and was able to to be comfortable with it but yeah i mean
1: he thing. seemed very comfortable with mm-hmm. them.
0: When it when especially when like getting all up in your face and stuff mm-hmm. like way too close yeah. way too close okay. um but my real one my real mvp of this is the sound because the sound was what was super creepy to me—the sound of the walls tearing, the sound oh, of all yeah. all of the rats, like when there was a whole bunch of them, and just their little feet sounds like that. Like that's what made it. I could see them, and I would be like, "Oh, that's a little bit creepy," but you
1: add in that layer of the sound, mm-hmm. and
0: oh, uh, you're just like, "Oh yeah, that's
1: yeah." That's how go. I knew there was a snake downstairs because I heard, I heard something. Shove in just, just the wrong way, and I knew, yeah, that ain't right. yeah and, and then I heard it again, and went, well, shit, I gotta go deal with this. So, so there was, I was scared. Uh, so we're to, oh, recasting. I chose not to do. Anybody else recast? I did. I recasted. Did anybody else recast? I did not.
2: I did too Oh, two people, not two casts. Yeah, oh, I did two okay. as well. I just thought Willard should be played, played by that guy from American Horror Story. You know the guy. No idea. Evan Peters.
0: Oh,
1: oh, yeah, that would be good.
0: And he played that- Dahmer. He was Jeffrey Dahmer, ma. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. And
0: that
2: um, Charlotte should be played by a drag
0: queen. I got those vibes from her too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I have, have the. 360.
2: I was trying to look up the name of a drag queen, and then the ad started playing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't know where we went. We're just, just blanking on the name of this one drag queen, and I can't. <laughs> I know who she is, though. I see her in my brain.
3: OK,
0: there's plenty to choose from, but there are because she has that look that I'm like, oh, they've they really. I, I meant to like look into that more, but I mean, honestly, just the whole cast,
2: Evan Peters and then everyone else's drag queens might be mm-hmm. the recasting for this. That would be yeah, great. the
0: Mom. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then mm-hmm. uh, Ru- <laughs> Ru- RuPaul could be Mr. Martin. Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, That's pretty good. I have, my casting is just, um, Willard is Mike White. The, you know, Mike White, he wrote The White Lotus and stuff, but he was also oh, in, in Enlightenment, yeah. and you see him at the award shows and stuff. Okay. okay. He, he acted as well, and then, then his mother would be Judith Light. She would be excellent. Mm-hmm. Judith Light is excellent. Mm-hmm. That's uh Angela from Who's the Boss, if you're of a certain age,
1: or from Guiding Light back in the day. I don't oh. remember her, uh, but yeah. She's been in so much. She's she always pops up in everything. You're yeah, like, oh, she there's, was there's in. Judith um, Light again. Um,
0: like something Versace, really the
1: the killing of Versace.
0: Yeah, but it was even like something that we watched
1: over Christmas or something. Like she's just yes. always popping up. So. She does indeed. So we are to trivia. Ernest Borgnine. Ernest Borgnine was afraid of rats, so Ooh. he had. To, yeah, he he had some. Now there was also a two thousand three remake mm-hmm. of Wilt. So I one, saw it. I was freaking out that I watched the wrong one, and but because for that one Joaquin Phoenix and. McCaukey Culkin were McCallie um, McCallie Culkin were um, turned down for the role of Willard. Oh, yeah, where did
2: everybody okay. see? I imagine that all those were asked for CGI by 2003.
0: I saw it in 2000. That would
1: be okay I- with me.
0: I saw it. The reason that I saw it was because of the the actor Crispin Glover, because my friend Evan was kind of obsessed with Crispin Glover because Crispin Glover was in the back to the future movies and he's just always was really odd man and an odd actor. And so, and we were in college and it's like, Oh, he's going to remake Willard. And he's just, he's, he's the kind of odd that is very intense and that it's kind of the opposite of what I was crediting Bruce Davidson with being, as the approachable, like Crispin Glover is just like, oh, okay, he's, yeah. yeah, he's intense and he's weird. And I didn't know anything about the original. And so I, I kind of uh, pretty much erased it. Like it was just a whole bunch of rats. I think they probably were a lot of them were CGI. Mm-hmm. It was just Crispin Glover being really weird. And that's why I said that Teeny picks Bangers for this, because I, I saw that movie and it you know my mind erased it and this one i was kind of like oh this is better than the original like this at least i understand where this guy is coming from like it's just like really i don't know but then that's also like 20 years ago so right maybe there's a different but just my mindset of this is a weird dude and this is about rats and i ain't really into that and so that's the how it left me
1: well, I remember Sandra Locke, uh, who mm-hmm. played Joan. She was it with um Clint Eastwood for like 14 years. Mhm. A long time. Yeah, and it said they were both married to other people at the time. Sandra Locke was married
0: to Gordon Lee Anderson for 51 years. So they got married and then they were still married in her when she died in 2018. But wow. It was a platonic relationship okay. because he was gay. So, uh, okay. Yeah, it was just like she just married him and she, and she had like different romantic affairs and stuff, but they didn't get highly publicized. And then when she was cast in the outlaw of Josie Wales, she and Clint Eastwood struck up a thing and they always made it, didn't they make it seem like she was cause he was married and that she like broke up. Their marriage, but then Mm -hmm. she was also married. So, what else do you have?
1: I remember back in the 70s that she was with him for 14 years and he never married her. That wasn't, and then they broke up and he married somebody else right away. That's what I remember. Well, she, yeah,
0: they were there. And then when they broke up, there were two really ugly lawsuits and she, Here's a book for you, Ma. She wrote a book called The Good, the Bad, and the Very Ugly. Ooh. And so she was with him and she wanted to branch out because they made a whole bunch of movies together. Yeah. Well, I have, they made six films together. Mm-hmm. And she wanted to direct her own movies and get more into producing and directing just like he wanted to. And. She claims that he when they were while they were together she had two abortions and she ended oh. up getting her tubes tied and she was kind of like I wanted to get my tubes tied like that's not on him I wanted to because I didn't want to have kids but like the abortions she had she also got two abortions when she was with him and those were kind of like yeah you know I It's not like he made me get them, but then also he, how do I say this? He made it clear that he didn't want any more kids. Mm -hmm. So she had these two abortions and got her tubes tied. But meanwhile, while they're together and he's saying that he didn't want any other kids, he had two kids with another woman. Exactly. So then they broke up and she came home. And all her stuff was in boxes from this house that they lived together. And then he's just like, I don't know what she's talking about. We were just roommates and stuff. Yeah. So there were two really ugly lawsuits. And one of them, she settled with Warner Brothers. Because Clint Eastwood has always had associations with Warner Brothers. And part of that deal was that Warner Brothers was going to give her a deal like production, like direct movies, that kind of thing. Uh And so she says that she went to Warner Brothers with 30 different film proposals. And she says that, like, one of them, there were, like, two movies, I think, like, Addicted to Love and Junior, that she said, like, those were my ideas, and they took them. But then Warner Brothers is, you know, they do the Hollywood of thing of like, oh, like, yeah, we signed you to a deal, but the deal didn't mean that we had to make anything. But then she's kind of like, I gave you these two movies and they mm-hmm. sound a lot like art. You know, it's just that Hollywood bullshit. And then also she couldn't really find any work. And, you know, she's basically going up against Clint Eastwood. So she she is claiming that she was basically blacklisted, which yeah. from if you're looking at things from her point of view, I would be like, yep. Yeah, and then Clint Eastwood talked to that
1: motherfucking chair, and now I'm like, yep,
0: I believe. Yeah, that. exactly.
1: And the chair moment was the uh, divorce from yeah. me and Clint Eastwood.
0: So then it was really interesting because she, um, you know, she was into big into transcendental meditation and, and that kind of stuff. Like it seems like she led a really fascinating life. And then she passed away in early November, and it wasn't reported until mid-December by the like because and the reason what it was reported is that somebody was going through the LA County records and saw that she had passed away it was like hey this isn't this the actress and stuff and the Associated Press said quote not sure why it took nearly six weeks to come to light and it was really interesting because this is in 2018 and none of the co-stars that she worked with, I think this is people like Cicely Tyson and Mm -hmm. Stacey Keach, and like, you know, like people who had social media and were on social media. Nobody said anything about it. In the, the 91st Oscars telecast, they didn't mention it in any of the remembrances and there's never been an explanation for it. So people kind of on their own surmise that that was kind of her last request was that nobody say anything about it. And she also lied about her age. So the thing that I read in Wikipedia was that people were saying that, oh, the reason that she didn't want anybody publicizing it is because her age would come out. But I feel... And this is just based on the uh, one article I read and the Wikipedia page and Clint Eastwood talking to that fucking empty chair. I surmise that she was like, y'all blacklisted me. Y'all don't want anything to do with me. You know that he's a piece of shit fuckboy. Don't put my name in your motherfucking mouth. I don't want anything. I want zip zip. Or... He was the one that was like, nobody say anything. Zip, zip. We'll never know. But I just, it's just a fascinating thing. So I can't wait for you to read this book.
1: Well, Clint Eastwood is now in runner-up for Fuckboy of the Year.
0: (laughs) This may solely... On his ex girlfriend for 13 years, like
1: <laughs> and talking to the chair, and then uh, whatever came next, yeah, that was because he was he was kind of um, a
0: family favorite, if I recall.
1: In when he Bush was with the jazz music situation, yeah, mm-hmm. and then I, it took a turn, <laughs> it did talk to the chair, and yeah. Mm-hmm. We told Erin she could bring home anybody to us except a Republican. Oh, I don't even remember that. (laughs) I was like, no,
0: I could bring home anybody. (laughs) Who's going to say anything? Y'all two?
1: Nope. Free reign except a Republican. Okay, other uh, tasties. I don't know.
2: Uh, I think I covered most of mine, other than the technical term for a group of rats, is a mischief. A mischief. A mischief. And then I did (laughs) write, just wanted to mention some famous rats in history. We have Remy from Ratatouille. Mm
3: -hmm. Okay.
2: Master Splinter from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Big ups. Rizzo the Rat from The
0: Muppets. Oh, I liked Rizzo. Yeah. Although he was like real
1: mangy looking. Yeah, he was. He, um, Templeton from Charlotte's Web. Yes, yes. I'm not a Charlotte's Web person. Um, no. Voiced by Paul Lind. <gasps> Perfect. Uh,
0: ladies, is that Paul Lind?
2: Paul Lind, yeah. There's Nigel Ratburn from Arthur, the cartoon. Um, Scabbers from Harry Potter emil also from ratatouille plenty of others but just you know they're not all bad well done well done christine
0: and i have that this was the 12th highest grossing film of the year it was a surprise hit um being crosby productions did you see that in the credits I did. (laughs) being crosby productions also produced hogan's heroes both the walking tall films, like the original and the one with the rock, oh, high wow. society. What mm, Ben that teeny watched and the great Santini, among many other things. Yeah. Bean Crosby Productions was out here. Talk about a fuckboy. And well, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Man, I, I did watch White Christmas over the uh, Christmas. And I was like, man, I like White Christmas. Ah, I really fucking hate Holiday Inn, though. <laughs> ah! yeah. Yeah. Damn it, um, and Ben, in this film, the rat won the Patsy Award for best animal performer in a feature in
1: 1971. Oh wow! I
0: mean, yeah, because they, they said
1: that he was CGI'd and he wasn't. He was a real rat. Like this is my performance. I studied. Uh-huh. Mi- I
0: studied miser. The miser technique. Uh-huh. I mean, uh-huh. and I
2: guess how could we forget the Michael the Michael Jackson song Ben. Which brought us to here. Which brought us here. That's right. Is about Ben the Rat. Yeah. You'll hear it in the
1: next, And if you watch Ben. Okay, well that is our episode of Willard. So next week, it is on Aaron. It is on me. I believe it's the
0: first week of... Black
1: his- February,
0: Black History Month, but I decided I had to do a little zig and zag because I I have this feeling that the film that I picked is gonna give me more than enough for cast and that I will get to have I will get to have fun with the cast.
3: Okay.
0: In, in a very fun way. This is a comedy, a mystery comedy, from same decade. 1976. Hopefully I've been we're gonna, a year. gonna have a little bit of fun with this.
1: I think I've seen this, but I was I might have been like a really little kid. So you're you're telling me it's a comedy mm-hmm. and there's gonna be cast involved. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm fairly certain that there's going to be cast involved just based on on who I saw was in this film. I'm like, we don't need to worry about cast. It it will. It shall be provided. Is Eddie Murphy involved? No, that's what I'm saying. I'm zagging.
1: Okay. I need
0: more. Um, it's a mystery comedy. It's an hour, 34
1: minutes. I like that. Mhm.
0: It stars Peter Falk.
1: <gasps> Love me some Peter Falk.
0: Peter Sellers.
1: Okay, Pink Panth. Is there a Pig Panther? No. Um David Niven. Holy shit.
0: Maggie Smith. W- wait, what? A- Alec Guinness. Truman Capote? <laughs> what? Yes. 1976, five famous literary detective characters and their sidekicks are invited to a bizarre mansion to solve an even stranger mystery. Murder by death.
1: Ooh. Ooh this sounds perfect. Yes, it's supposed to be like a... A, um like a funny movie satirizing all the things that we love. Like murder on the Orient Express only with satir- satirization. Yeah,
0: yeah, you got Peter Sellers, but I saw I saw Alec Gid- I saw all these like British people and like the Maggie names of what they're miss? Yeah, I was like, yo, this is gonna be wild for cast. I think that I think this is just gonna be a really fun, fun zigzag in Black History Month. Because you know there's gonna be something for me to light up. Oh, <laughs> to, to we do torch.
1: indeed. We do indeed. <laughs> and 76. and I find it.
0: I found that like because like, last year we did um what was that movie? Uh of of Fire. And I just found this so cathartic to just go all in on on the, the colonizers British. of fire. Yeah, on so much
1: fun. And so oh, wow. Okay.
0: I think it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be murder by death. It should be. It should be just a nice a nice palate cleanser. A nice. Let's just have some fun, guys. Let's
1: let's do, let's do, and maybe not a rat involved. No, but there might be uncomfortable Asian depictions, like, oh like my.
0: there should be, there could be a lot that were just in store. A lot of just like, did they just
1: do that? What? All righty then. Well, listeners, this has been our episode of Willard. Thank you, Teeny. Yeah, I I have
0: gone. to say, I enjoyed this movie way more than I thought so I was I. going
1: to. Mm-hmm. I actually felt some empathy toward Willard and uh, a couple of the rats. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's huge coming from me. Mm-hmm. So that has been Willard. And next week we will be. Murder by, by Death. death. Well, what could be better? Well, there you go, listeners. Bye. Bye.